for 91.9 Heartfelt Radio. I'm Gabrielle Collins. Good morning. Good morning, I'm Mark. I'm Gabe. It's 7.06, and we all know what that means. That means it's Bible study time. On a Wednesday morning with our friend, Pastor Tom Repke from Linden Road Presbyterian. Good morning, Thomas. Good morning, Pastor Tom. Good morning, Mark and Gabe. Good morning. Hey, great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. This is exciting. Yeah, Yeah, it's exciting for a, a different reason than normal. Yeah. Now, normally we have the scriptures, uh, what, three or four days in advance? Yes, usually at at least before the Bible study starts. Right. So we can, you know, we can look things over and and think about it and read it for ourselves and and all that. Well, today we're going in a little different direction. And Thomas, we are putting ourselves entirely in your hands. Actually, we're going to, you know, lean into what God has for us, right? So his good word. It's interesting. So one of the verses that just stands out immediately for me is Isaiah 52, 7. All right. Let's turn How there. Be- and before we get there, we need to let everybody know that the theme of this Bible study has to do with our Shoes for Orphan Souls campaign. Uh, I just said, hey, Tom, you want to take this on and give it a try? And of course, of course. Pastor Tom said, Sure. Uh-huh. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, so where are we here? So Isaiah 52, uh-huh. verse 7. All right. I'm reading from the NIV, which is, you know, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Okay. I mean, we could spend a lot of time just unpacking that, but the beauty of that, I mean... I guess if our feet are pretty, we need some cool shoes. So as you you think about even practical shoes as you're trying to really leverage uh, what Buckner does in uh, delivering shoes to kids and families in need, it's just kind of a cool partnership, right? Well, it is. And I think one of the things about this whole idea um, really comes down to the fact that for Buckner, and as we heard uh, from our friend Sean Spurrier yesterday, Buckner uses these shoes as kind of the opening of the door to a lot of other things that are going to bring blessing to the communities they serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool. I mean, who would have ever thought that that you could actually proclaim, proclaim the gospel through a shoebox, right? Exactly. I mean, it's yeah. so cool to sort of ponder and unpack but it's interesting when we look at scripture just to sort of go a little bit further i mean let's start you know the first reference i could find just in a quick sort of search through you know the word shoe or you know the the impact of what the idea of a shoe is you know because in their terms it was probably sandals mostly right but, you know we find in it's exodus chapter three so uh, t- take and turn left and exodus, go back to the front yeah, turn left. <laughs> exodus three verse five Verse 5. Okay. We're there. All right. You got it, Gabe? Mm-hmm. You want to share? Sure. Exodus 3, verse 5. Then he said, Do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Hmm. Yeah. Story of Moses and the burning bush. Right. And the idea of holy ground and 
you know, and it's, you know, trying to get his perspective. And again, the idea that you know, the bush is burning and yet um, there's this deep moment that, you know, uh, Moses gets invited into a, a very intimate conversation with God that uh, is beautiful, but also to give context to it. It's like, okay, take off your shoes, take off your sandals. And we see that again in Joshua, just a few books later, mm. the same kind of thing, okay. uh, Joshua chapter 5, verse 15. Joshua 5 and 15, almost there. Okay. Uh, and, okay. And we have, the, you know, the, it's the battle getting ready for it. And right. And so the commander of the Lord's army shows up and, and gives uh, Joshua a command. And Mark, do you have that? You want to share that? Well, yeah, this is interesting. Uh, what does my Lord say to his servant, uh, Joshua asks. Um, and the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take off your sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. What a great reminder that sometimes it's putting the shoes on. Right. And we're going to see that, I'm sure. I have a feeling I know where you're going in the New Testament. But also... There's times where we're taking them off. Right. Yeah, and so in that context of you know wearing shoes, you know, gives sort of a mindset that we're prepared to go do something, right? So taking head back left a little bit to Exodus chapter twelve, mm. verse eleven, where uh, it's you know they're in the midst of leaving, and they're told about how the wearing of shoes for the celebration of Passover basically says this, and maybe, Gabe, you can read this one, uh, mm -hmm. chapter 12, verse 11. And thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, so you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Hmm. Right. And when you think about the beauty of that, and, you know, as we've just come out of the celebration of the resurrection, right? I mean, the week before that, Jesus is with his disciples in the upper room, and he takes this meal that they know so well, right, the Passover, which they have celebrated. And, and you know, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. I, this year, especially as I thought about Monday Thursday, I was so struck by the fact that Jesus as a rabbi, Jesus as a as, as being part of that tradition, um, he would have experienced Passover many times. And many times he sat there and saw the cup that he would eventually take on this night and say, this is my blood poured out for you. It's the sign of the new covenant. It's like the idea of the Passover is, a, is an amazing thing, but how we respond to it. So it's amazing. We're supposed to be ready, right? Mm -hmm. Got our shoes on because we're going to, you know, actually, you know, we're going to eat it in haste, which means... We've got to get moving. There's something that God's invited us into, which is so beautiful. 7.13 is the time. We're off to a flying start in our shoes <laughs> Bible study as we have our Shoes for Orphan Souls campaign underway here at Heartfelt Radio in Barberton. Tom, we'll get right back to you, and we'll dig a little deeper, okay? It sounds great. Okay. Coming up, Andre's forecast, then back to the study with Pastor Tom Repke. You are in the serious business of joyful living. You open your eyes, face a new day, and it means something. If not to you, then to someone you know. And even if you can't believe that's true, then it matters to the God who made you. He calls you a masterpiece, and He knew your name before you were you. And in the act of being you and being loved by God, you have an opportunity 
You may not recognize it at first, but this opportunity is used by God to inspire others to consider joyful living. You're delivering the good news that people can thrive in the middle of hard times and uncertain circumstances. Your financial gift does that. This is a message we share because you support what happens on the radio right here. We'll keep doing our best to make him famous one good word after another. Heartfelt Radio, 91.9 FM. Let's keep walking in this Shoes for Orphan Souls Bible study with our friend, Pastor Tom Repke. Seven sixteen right now. Mark here. Gabe here. And Pastor Tom over there. Good morning again, yes. sir. Good morning. I'm I'm here. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Great to have you with us this morning. So we're just bouncing around this morning and picking up a lot of different Bible Bible verses as we think about the Shoes for Orphan Souls campaign that we are currently engaged in. And not only, you know, the idea of shoes themselves or sandals as the case may be, but the idea of giving. And stewardship and participation too, right? Right, absolutely. So I think it's interesting. This next one, uh, I, I have. I, I just finished. I'm working through Nikki Gumbel's Bible in a Year on the U Version plan. Oh, okay. And I don't know how I I missed this, but go to Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse five. And you oh. know, Deuteronomy is the longest sermon ever preached, right? I mean, it's Moses sort of doing his thing, laying out the law. But Yeah, this was actually a part of this morning's study on the wisdom journey with Dr. Right. Stephen Davey. It was. Yeah. Yes. So, Gabe, if you have that, mm-hmm. I, I, please read. Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy 29.5, is that what you said? Yes, okay. correct, verse 5. And I have led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes have not worn out on you. Your sandals <laughs> have not worn out on your feet. <laughs> 40 years that. for a pair of shoes. Mm. Yeah. But what it's all about is God's provision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you think about, as I heard you know, Sean share yesterday, just the, the beauty of being reminded that you know, God is providing this amazing opportunity through shoes and cool shoelaces and socks probably too, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To yeah. just create conversations, gospel-centered conversations with people to offer hope. And how cool is that? And to be reminded that it's his provision, right? Because we're looking for our friends. Uh, as yesterday, I heard Gabe talk about you know picking up shoelaces in the parking lot. She was out of breath, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> and, right. And, and, and it's these kinds of things. So I, I just love the fact that Heartfelt just you know is leaning into, let's just make this really practical right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a need here we can meet in our community. And, and yet to be reminded that as we look at the scriptures that you know God has used shoes as a way to remind people, you know, don't worry about the details, right? And so in this one here, I don't know about you, but I don't think I've gotten 40 years out of a pair of shoes. No. Actually, my yard work <laughs> shoes bit the dust this weekend because uh, yeah. the soles started coming off, and that was at eight years. So that yeah, was a really, go. that was a really good run for a pair of yard work shoes. Sure. Yeah, but forty. Yeah, you know, this is actually kind of like the manna, isn't it? It is. When you talk about provision, right? And when you look at the story, right? You take the helicopter view of uh, of the story of the Israelites, you know, in the wilderness, you know, doing the Exodus and all that is they really took a long way to get just a short distance. 
Right. You know, mm-hmm. They could have they could have done it in less than a week probably, and yet it took them forty years to get to where God was going to take them. And so I just think the beauty again of shoes that can be you know, given to a, a teenager um, that will, you know, just who knows how that person, that young woman or a young man's going to impact the, the world for the gospel of Christ, right? Oh, yeah, that long journey, that kind of gets us into that old, that whole uh, obedience-disobedience thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like this perspective yeah. of uh, the provision that you're talking yeah. about, Pastor, because, I mean, that's exactly what it is. Uh, God is, is going to provide for these these children, whether they're orphans or whatever the situation, he's going to provide for them just like he does for us and like he did for these people in Deuteron- Deuteronomy. You know, yeah, um, he's, right. he's yeah. going to provide, and he's going That's, to do that through us in this case. Yeah, this we get campaign. to be. Yeah, we get to, the, the opportunity to share the excitement, and so just hearing as you shared the stories with uh, our friend Dave and how he's leaned into it, and then even yesterday about the prayer for. Yeah. You know, shoes that are being shipped in in the impact in, in a country you know far away. And I think that's the cool thing about the season in which we live because we get to share these things through technology and leverage and just have a lot of fun with being the kingdom, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So where to next? Well, let's have some fun just one more time before we get into the New Testament. It's interesting. Um, I want to go to Ruth chapter 4. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Because it's a picture of Christ as our, Jesus Christ as our Redeemer. Because in the, you know, again, these uh, stories that we find, uh, there's a, a story here, verse uh, verses 7 and 8 of chapter 4. Okay. Yeah. We're not finding that one as quickly. That, one, <laughs> that one's hiding from us. Oh, yeah. we're getting there, we're getting there. I know. See, this is what technology does. I know. Yeah, if we would, it, if I had been using my cell phone right now, <laughs> that's right. We're, we're right. actually in the actual paper Bibles right now. I'm going yes, to the. Are. I'm going to the internet. You are All going. Right. Okay. What is it, Ruth? Ruth chapter four, chapter verses seven four. and eight. Okay. okay. Go for it, Gabe. All right. Verses seven and eight. Now, huh? now in earlier times in Israel. For the redemption and the transfer of property to become final, one party took off his sandal and gave it to the other. Oh. This was a method mm. of legalizing transactions in Israel. So the guardian redeemer said to Boaz, buy it yourself. Mm. And he removed his sandal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us about that one, Pastor. Well, okay, so Boaz, he's the kinsman. Because he's related, right? He's, he's he's redeeming his relative's wife Naomi, and he is basically restoring her dead husband's property and his good name, and he does that in exchange for Ruth's hand in marriage. Now, it's interesting too because we need to be reminded that, um, that just how good God is in this moment of re- showing us, because it's actually a foreshadowing of the coming of Jesus, because. Uh, they have a son together named Obed, who eventually became becomes the the grandfather to King David. Oh, okay, mm. David. Okay, and then the great great yeah right in the lineage mm-hmm. right of, in the lineage of, of Jesus of Jesus. So here are these little stories when we, we it's sort of the playfulness of God I think where we lean into and just read through you know this ancient work that just even now can encourage us as we think about the beauty of actually giving shoes to a person and if we 
you know, share these kinds of stories, the beauty of, you know, the sort of the sat, the, uh, the finishing of a transaction that, you know, it's so important. Uh, and that only that was what Jesus did for us, right, as our kinsman redeemer. So there's some really be- beautiful context of that. Yeah, there's actually significance in sandals in the, in the Bible. There was real significance then. Right, right. So we take all this, right? And, and then it's, you know, one of the stories we get into in the, in the New Testament. Um, and we begin first in, like, John, in, in all four of the Gospels, there's the, the initial conversation that John the Baptist has mm-hmm. with himself realizing that Jesus is there. And, you know, in, in chapter 3, verse 11 of Matthew, he says, uh, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and all that that means for us. And yet the, the, just the interesting tension of what, what shoes mean and to sort of focus us. And we're actually getting sort of a, rem, a, a, a reminder of where we started you know, that we're on holy ground, that, you know, the God is uh, our Redeemer and our King and the, the God of Zion, we heard initially there in, in Isaiah, and the beauty of all that. Um, yeah, does anything stand out for, for you all for in this those words? Well, mm. I think for me that once we get into the New Testament, we're getting into a a very interesting idea of you know, what we were talking about earlier here, Tom, the idea of what has been going on in the Old Testament, and now we move into the New Testament where the fulfillment of God's words in terms of Jesus is is present, and now the idea of whether it's it comes from Matthew chapter 3 or whether it comes from, you know, whether he's sending his disciples out with sandals or no sandals, or whether Paul is getting to the idea of uh, the whole armor of God, you know, this this becomes a very uh, it becomes a very interesting part of this story and becomes a very practical part of our story. Right, and there's and the beauty of that, and so then you know one of the more poignant stories that comes out of the New Testament is in Luke chapter fifteen, the story we all know pretty well, mm-hmm. it's the story of the prodigal. Oh yeah, verse twenty two. And so when we, we see, uh, you know, this worthless prodigal son, right? At least in his own mind, he's worthless. But, you know, what's his view of his father? And obviously this is a picture of our Heavenly Father. And mm-hmm. what, does he say, what does he say there in verse 22? Mm-hmm. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. Yeah. I mean, generosity, I mean, it wouldn't take mm. much to sort of then lean into, again, you know, just why this this amazing program from Buckner at this time can be such a, a beautiful act, um, mm-hmm. especially coming out of a, you know, a global pandemic and just, you know, how do we, you know, become really present to people that, you know, in some countries are still, you know, feeling the, the impact of this and the beauty of that. And so God's people, especially those of us that are Americans, in our, you know, our sense of wealth and generosity, we get to have some real fun here uh, mm-hmm. and bless others. Just like this young man who didn't think he had much uh, is now finds out that uh, it's all the beautiful things that comes to him is 
the son of this of, of this man and the beauty of you know all that interesting thing too tom with this particular passage is um the idea of the fact that you know for us for me and gabe and for everybody who gives um the idea that we are probably never going to meet these children mm-hmm. in our walk on this earth gabe and yet we feel by just extending ourselves in this small way through a gift of shoes that we can have a profound effect because we're kind of following along with what Sean outlined for us yesterday and their program as it exists overseas. And it works. And those shoes then open a door in the community Mm -hmm. that becomes a much bigger thing. Yeah. I don't know what's sticking out for me, you know, Pastor Tom, is that um, this isn't about, you know, for us now, shoes can be about fashion for a lot of us. And here, this was not about, you know, nothing in the Bible. This was not about fashion, but it was about provision. And then just looking at this one with the, uh, you know, the prodigal son, it's like his father was giving him the best of the best. So the best robe, put a ring on him, put shoes on his feet, things that maybe he didn't have when he wasn't in his father's care, when he tried to go do his own thing. Um, And the father restores that to him. And that's part of of it it's just really the necessity of these shoes not fashion just that they're needed right and i've been around enough students you know in my day, days as a youth pastor the uh, the shoe game <laughs> for mm-hmm. so many young men <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it's like it, it's their standing in in their their community right of how cool their shoes are absolutely so, which is yeah it makes a statement but it's interesting too just uh, to go a little bit farther here in acts chapter 12 mm. verse 8 it's interesting that um Again, just pulling this out, it talks about how Peter's prayers are being answered, and he's commanded to put on his shoes, actually. Mm. Um, Verse 8 says, Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and your sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. And so, again, the opportunity may come because of Sean's team as they they parachute into these communities, wherever it might be, and just offer in a very practical way a pair of new shoes, what that may do for a young person. Uh, and I'm not sure there are always going to be children, right? I mean, I think right. whoever receives right. them, it, it could move them to a whole new understanding of themselves and their place in the kingdom and the beauty of what that may mean for the advancement of the gospel, which that's exciting. Yes, yeah. it is. It, it also, um, this brings me to, you know, the fact that, Everybody had them, you know, everybody had shoes. It was either take, take your shoes off, you're on holy ground or put your shoes on. Let's go, you know, just whatever, but you had shoes. We, we all need them. You know what I mean? It was a part of before you leave the house or whatever, you have shoes on. And now we're, you know, kind of opening our eyes to everybody doesn't have shoes. Yeah. In this world in which we live, mm-hmm. the 21st century even, we're in a situation where we're helping people, young people especially, uh, who have never had a new pair of shoes. Right. And that can be, I mean, yeah, it can be you know, world-changing for, for a person. And 
And so when we think about why we offer it, and so I'll just offer one more scripture here. It's Ephesians chapter 6. Okay. You kind of figured sort of you were headed to, there yeah, ultimately, yeah. yeah. Because what is it? Verse 15, Paul says to have our shoes as we prepare for the gospel of peace. Mm. And so to, just to tie into so this past Sunday, uh, on Easter Sunday, I had our kids, our students read uh, John chapter 20. And the first 18 verses are about you know the empty tomb and, and what they saw and experienced with Peter and the, the disciple who Jesus loved most, right, John? Mm-hmm. I always love how John talks about himself. But it was interesting, <laughs> it, when you get to verses 19 and 20, I hadn't seen this before, but, you know, the disciples, it says, are locked up in the, in the upper room, and Jesus appears to them. And so Jesus says, you know, why are they locked? Well, they're, they're afraid. So Jesus says to them twice, peace be with you. He says it to them, and then the writer says, shows, says Jesus showed him, showed them his hands and his side. And it was like just confirming the fact of the resurrection, because, again, those disciples had no idea what was going on that night. They just, I mean, it's Sunday night. They just leaned into, you know, Sunday's come and arrived, and all of a sudden they, they weren't anticipating a resurrection. Jesus then shows up in their midst, and yet, what, what does he want us to do? And, and part of this is a series I'm doing on just how do we witness, and especially in this season, so this idea of the gospel of peace. Because he says, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes with the gospel of peace. And there's you know, such a beautiful thing there in that, too. And what that may do for an orphan to help them better understand, you know, or a young person who doesn't have shoes, mm-hmm. of God's kindness and his provision, and his care, and all these things that we've even seen in these scriptures we've looked at here shortly. Yeah. And when these children realize that people very far away have taken the time to do this for them, knowing that they may never even see them mm-hmm. in this lifetime, that that's a powerful thought for a young mind. It is, and when I you know I read <clears throat> the material that. You've 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 got there to, for us to understand. You know, the, the, it talks about how that each recipient, well, they, they, they're actually going to get their feet washed yeah. as they receive these shoes. Right. I mean, yeah. that I had missed that in the first sort of cursory read through this, and I went, "Oh my goodness!" I mean, to think of a person uh, represented from Buckner being able to get down their you know hands and knees, uh, and then take the the soiled feet of uh, a young person, uh, and, and to wash those in such a, a tender way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, the beauty of what that is of the kingdom and of Jesus' ultimate sacrifice for us and and his commandment to us to go and do likewise, right? I mean, Amen. That's right. he yeah. summed it all up. He, got, he said, now, go and love others like I've loved you. Yeah. We have had Pastor Tom Repke with us this morning, just doing a, a little kind of a, a new Old Testament and New Testament survey of some verses that put us in mind of what's on our feet as the Shoes for Orphan Souls campaign is here now Mm -hmm. uh, over these next couple of weeks. Tom, as always, we like you to pray us into this Wednesday. Can you do that for us right now? We can do that, yeah. Let's pray. Uh, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we're just consecrate this effort, um, especially as we looked at Scripture and just reminded about the role that shoes play in our lives, sandals. But we just pray for your uh, your outpouring through God's people that uh, generosity and kindness 
will be shown to people who may be far from you, but through this act may be blessed. So just thank you for the leadership at uh, Heartfelt for Mark and Gabe and how they're leading this. But we just pray for your people to respond. We just thank you for the promises, and we look forward to the amazing stories that will be told. Uh, some of them we may not learn until we get to heaven, but mm. the idea of what you'll do in and through us, we're just uh, humbled by that, and we just pray that we can be a people of generosity like you've been for us. So we just thank you for your love, and we pray your blessing now in your strong name. Amen. amen. And amen. amen. Hey, uh, Tom, before we let you go, uh, just I want everybody to know that it's a lot more than just preparing for a sermon or go visiting the sick or leading a Bible study as far as pastors are concerned. You're involved with something in your community this morning that is a pretty exciting opportunity. And for you as a pastor, I think it's it's really great that you're a part of it. Tell I'm just trying to encourage yeah, thank you. Just trying to encourage people. I mean, there's a, a term that's called trauma-informed care, and a lot of our health professionals, uh, mental health, have been leaning into it. But I'm excited because our uh, juvenile judge, uh, Karen DeSanto-Kellogg, is leading a conversation with a judge who's retired now from uh, Texas to talk about how do we as a community come along uh, those that are broken and disconnected and not say what's wrong with you, but tell us your story and like yesterday, uh, we heard an amazing testimony of a young woman who was addicted, who had her children removed several times, who went through strong recovery, and who has now found her place in life. And she's actually just graduated with her MA in counseling mm. and is leaning into just blessing uh, there in Tyler, Texas, a whole new community. And just to hear her story of her surrender and realizing how much. And so we're just trying to figure out here in our community, how do we come alongside our broken and, and mm. people who are far from God and offer first that cup of cold water and help them better understand their story. And then how do we, uh, how do we respond to that? Knowing too that justice needs to be served when people you know, break the law, but not mm. to do it in a punitive way, but in a, in a holistic way. And so I'm excited. We had about uh, 200 people yesterday and we're going back in for a second round wow. today. So wow, wow. exciting, good stuff. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Pastor Tom. Thanks, Mark and Gabe. Blessings. Thank you so much. To you and Blessings. Melinda as well. Yes. Okay. Have a great day. Bye. God bless. Bye. Pastor Tom Repke from Linden Road Presbyterian. That was good. I know. I enjoyed that. Just to go through.